Hey, welcome to Ask a Pastor. Today I'm joined by Dr. Terry Thomas, who uh, often teaches at Orchard Hill. He also teaches New Testament at Geneva College, among other things. Welcome, Terry. Thank you. Glad to to have you here. If you have questions for Ask a Pastor, please uh, feel free to send them to askapastor at orchardhillchurch.com. We would love to talk about your questions in coming weeks. Uh, But today we're going to actually focus on Christmas. We have one question that was submitted around Christmas, and then I've got a couple questions for Terry that that maybe I'll add into the mix along the way. So Terry, uh, the, the first question that we have is somebody said, I often fight discouragement, maybe even depression during the holiday season. Any help on how to battle this would be appreciated. And obviously, you know, for a lot of people, they say this is the most wonderful time of the year. And for others, it isn't. It's and, the worst. <laughs> um, and it is a hard time for right. a variety of reasons. But what would you say to somebody who says, you know, every time this time of year comes, it's actually hard. It's not, it's not great, but I know it's going to be hard. How, mm-hmm. how would you advise or counsel that person? Well, first thing I'd say is this. I'd say, you know, the reason why it's probably hard at this time of year is because of the stress that they're mm-hmm. experiencing. It's unlike other times of the year. You gotta recognize that. It's not, especially with all the hype that you get from, you know, TV or whatever, you know, about how merry and happy everybody is, you know, and you're feeling stressed and you think to yourself, wow. And it's, a, you know, there's, there's all kind of things about the commercialization of Christmas, I think, that put stress on people. Gotta get the perfect gift, you know. And a lot of times that creates financial problems for people mm-hmm. that they, you know, again, they're trying to figure mm-hmm. out how you're going to struggle with that. I think a lot of times, too, is that they anticipate that they're going to be spending time with their family. Not always the happiest <laughs> thing in the world, unfortunately. Sometimes that's trust. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, exactly. Well, a lot of times, even if you've got a great family, yes. you know, I think sometimes you anticipate that being so fantastic that you might be disappointed, yeah. you know, by the fact that it is. Hard but to live up to the expectations oh, sometimes. Very, very hard yeah. to live up to the expectations. And if, you know, and that's why I suggest one of the things you don't do is uh, don't watch a lot of the Hallmark Channel during... Really? Uh, during the Christmas time. My wife is kind of addicted to it. You know? okay. As a matter of fact, there's, there's Your two, wife. My wife. <laughs> I, I've never seen any of them yet. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, all those, it's the same story over and over and over again, and they always end completely happy where everything's wonderful and everything's worked out. Yeah. Life isn't like that, hmm. you know? And in high-stress situations, oftentimes it doesn't always work out that well. And so I, I would think one of the first things you do is you just recognize so that you're aware that part of the way you feel is probably about, is created by this time of year, you mm-hmm. know, and that that's normal, that's natural, that's not something weird about you mm-hmm. or something that, you know, that's a real thing that you're experiencing. So that, I, I, that's the first thing I would say. I, I, and I think that people, when people get depressed, uh, I think they, they can sort of recognize it, you know, by their behaviors in some mm-hmm. ways. They, you know, they have headaches, they, um, they can't, they have trouble sleeping a lot of times, they, mm-hmm. uh, they lose their appetite, you know. Uh, they, it's not that they don't spend a lot of time in bed sleep, trying to sleep, it's that they mm-hmm. don't get good sleep, you know. Um, and then they, they do things oftentimes that don't help them to be able to deal with that stress, you know, like uh, drink, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of people. And, and that's another thing which I think is connected somehow with the parting of the season. So bad idea 
you right. know, because you know, alcohol is a depressant. You're already feeling stressed and depressed, and you take a, a depressant. You right. think not a it's good idea. Bring you down even farther. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And and, and you and sometimes you'll be surprised. You know, you you have the disappointment of why don't I feel? I ought to feel better. So I've been told that I ought to feel right. better if I do this. So I think you 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 recognize that in yourself. You see the you see the headaches, the stress. You see your touchy with people. You recognize you have that feeling of loneliness that you're. Yeah, I I think you could put your finger on the fact that you're you know you're down at this time of yeah. year. I don't think it should be. A, I don't think it's a surprise to anybody. But it's about it's about the time of year. I think at that point. Yeah. Uh, a lot of things that create that. So so spiritually, when somebody starts kind of going into that tailspin. Yeah. Um, you know, there are some practical things that probably feel like they have nothing to do with our spiritual life. Right. Like don't drink, um, lower your expectations. Exactly. Um, those kinds of things. Where is the spiritual dynamic uh, touch into this? And is there a spiritual answer? And if so, what is it? Well, I, again, see, I, think you, I think you're right. You don't want to somehow say to yourself, well, if I if all I, if I just pray, mm-hmm. everything will be fine. You know, nothing. Right. I think it's a lifestyle thing as a whole. I think you got to make a lot of wise choices to be able to feel good about what's going on mm-hmm. around you. Uh, but I, I do think that one of the great opportunities uh, of Christmas is uh, and of the season is to remind yourself of how good God has been to you. Mm. <laughs> you know, that in other words, why should I feel bad when we're celebrating this spectacular gift mm-hmm. of God? To us, mm-hmm. you know, and so I think it, uh, that's why I would say one of the things that practically speaking I would do is uh, I, I'd go out and get I'd get out and go to church, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, mm-hmm. get yourself in a situation where you're going to be reminded of the goodness of God, mm-hmm. you know, of the fact that His love is so incredible that He is willing to humble Himself to the point even of dying, mm-hmm. not just becoming a human being, but to the point of dying, yeah. so that people can I- experience a, a, a full and meaningful life. Yeah. So I think getting in that, getting in that context, you know, going, going and reminding yourself of that, and being with people who share that same vision, yeah. uh, I, I think can, can really be helpful. The other thing too is, you know, most of the time, I, I know like here at Orchard Hill, uh, the, the Christmas experience, you know, if you take one of the Christmas Eve services or the mm-hmm. services as we like to have them every weekend, mm-hmm. they have an aesthetic side to them too, mm-hmm. which is, is just beautiful, mm-hmm. you know? And again, it's hard to, in the face of that kind of beauty of celebrating the beauty of what God's created and the goodness of it, to maintain right. that kind of dour spirit about life. You know, yeah. when you see something beautiful, it's, it's like watching that. You know, my wife does this, too. She watches videos on Facebook. I don't, of course, do that. Or YouTube, I don't do that. <laughs> but, you know, and you see that little kid that's so cute that does something, and you go, oh, you, know, you can't help but smile. Yeah. Good thing. Yeah. You know, you're in, a, you're in a situation where you're stressed, you're depressed, you're down. Hey, get in a context where it's a place of beauty. It's a place reminding you of the love of God and the yeah. goodness of God. You know, it's... Uh, one of the things that I think about is that there is no single answer because each case is so different. Oh, yeah. There are, you know, mild kind of I'm sad. It's the holidays. You know, somebody's not coming home or so right. something's a little different than it used to be. So there's that kind of. But then there's there, there can be clinical 
depression. Right. And sometimes the answer might be medical. Uh, there might be seeing a doctor getting sure. medication. Sometimes it might be psychological. Sometimes it might be relational. Sometimes it's spiritual. And if you yeah. try to apply the wrong answer to the wrong problem, what you end up with is you end up complicating it because you yeah. say to somebody, hey, your problem is this. And if you would just do these things and it may or may not help them. And nothing is worse than telling somebody who is struggling, you shouldn't feel that way. Right, and, yeah. and so at the end of the day, one thing that's helpful is just to say, it's okay to be sad. It's okay sure. to name your sadness. Right. In fact, I believe that one of the, the best ways to approach this is to articulate that you're sad, why you think you're sad, and tell yourself it's okay to be sad. Yes. Um, because there's something in the, I shouldn't feel this way, it's the most wonderful time of the year, that adds to the, 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 the power of that. And especially when somebody well-meaning comes along and says, well, you should just you know, have faith in Jesus. He's yeah. given us these great things and you shouldn't feel this way right, because right. of all the, the, the goodness. Now, now, having said that, a lot of times what is behind our depression, sadness, despondency, whatever word you want to use, whatever even degree is there, is that we have made an idol of something yeah, some that has thing. become so important to us that we say, if I don't have this, then my life can't be received right. well. It can't be happy. Right. And, and what we need to do at that point is recognize that that might be an idol, something we've raised above God and say, if my truest satisfaction comes from God, from knowing that I'm a love child of God, that Jesus has done for me, what he's done for me, then I can look at that thing and say, I still am sad right. that that's not in my life or that, I, that that isn't what I thought it should be, but that isn't my ultimate joy. Yeah, and, and, and if we can get there, then, then we can begin to address maybe a deeper cause. And that, that really does tie into our spiritual life. Yeah, and I think you're in constant conflict with the culture to not give in to those idols at that point because right. you're being told things about consumerism. Yeah. You, you, you can feel good about yourself and so if you're given the right Christmas present, right. if you got that Mercedes out in the park, you know, out in the uh, driveway right. with, the, you know, with the big ribbon on it, it's, you got to look, oh, you right. probably got Yeah, then you can feel good about yourself. Right. Well, and that only lasts so long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wouldn't know. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> well, I don't know of that personally, but, but you know, no, exactly. the, the example, and I've used this before, it's the happy meal for a child. Yeah. A kid gets a happy meal. He's happy for 15 minutes, <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. And then they're not happy because right. the happy meal doesn't actually buy you happiness. Exactly. And all that happens as we get older is our happy meals get more expensive exactly. and bigger. And maybe they last a little longer, but it's the same thing. None of us go on vacation, buy something, do something that, <laughs> that changes fundamentally how uh, we feel. Exactly. It gives us a, a moment, which is yeah. good, but that's it. And, and, and that's what the consumeristic culture plays off of, namely that we can promise you this meaning, yeah. but we really can't deliver it. Yeah. You know? And so it's just the, the whole litany of things. I think the other thing is we think about relationships at a certain point, and that's what the Hallmark movies tend mm -hmm. to be all about. You know, mm -hmm. As soon as you see it snowing and that kiss happens, oh, life's good you know mm -hmm. it's all resolved uh it, life isn't like that again you know i don't think mm -hmm. we, we don't always have the the most perfect of relationships they don't right. always work out that way uh we 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 find ourselves lonely uh, right uh the reality is we got to figure out what what can we do to deal with that right. i mean there are there are practical things you can do mm -hmm. when you're lo when you're lonely and you're, you you sense mm -hmm. that in your depression uh and you you, know, you can you can look for people to be 
who are caring people to spend time with. You know, you can, uh, this is what you would think you would cultivate friendships for, right. you know, along the way. Hey, that's part of the reason what, what the church can provide for people right. too. It can provide a, a community of people that care and that you can get to know and Absolutely. you can be with. Uh, you can, here's the thing too. I think when you get, you can volunteer. Yeah. You can go out and care for other people. Yeah. In a certain sense, that gets you off yourself, but it also gets you in relationship with well, other people. It was it Isaiah 55, I think, verse eight and nine that says, when you give yourself to the hungry, when you give yourself to the needy, basically, then your, your countenance will rise like the noonday sun. Yeah. And so it's that, the very biblical idea to say, as I serve, I actually find my countenance changing. Uh, let, let me shift gears here for a moment. Right. So, uh, so you mentioned consumeristic culture a few times. Okay. How do we, or does somebody not overspend at the holidays? And, and the reason I ask this question is, is I think for some people, it's not an issue. They have enough, they can spend whatever they want. Right. For a lot of people though, they, they spend and then they get into January, February and say, oh my goodness, I really did do too much right. in well, terms well, well, of overall spending, and now I have stress yeah. that, that lasts. How, how does somebody I won't somebody be able to pay for my dialysis uh, this month. Yeah, you know, so. how does somebody approach <laughs> Christmas with a mindset that says, I want to still provide and make it nice, but I don't want to overspend? How, how would you help somebody in that? The first thing would be, as you mentioned earlier on this, you gotta remind yourself that it, the, the Christmas is about a gift that God gives to you and not the one that you give to anybody else. Mm -hmm. you know, and that, be, that becomes the focus of it. So you can be the poorest person in the world, okay? Mm -hmm. Give, giving no, no one anything yeah. for Christmas. Not even the little drummer boy song or, you know, or the whatever, you know. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to be one of the three kings, you know, to mm -hmm. be able to celebrate. It is, it's God's gift to you on Christmas. So I think that, that I think making that focus is a big deal yeah. because that takes, that should take the pressure off you to think that somehow this is about something I'm doing right. versus something that God is doing for me, okay? Right. I think also, it's something really simple is this. I think you can make a budget. Mm -hmm. I think you can realistically talk through and say, well, look, here's how much money we're going to spend on the X, Y, and Z. And so, and maybe, you know, maybe you have to figure out how to do that well. And so you get a little discretionary piece on the side for the things you don't see coming that you can splurge a little bit on here right. and there, but that you can, you control that. And, you, and, and mm -hmm. so as a result, you make things, you know, uh, you have realistic expectations about right. that. I think the other thing too is, is that sometimes we can give things that are, you know, it's like when kids make things, you know, mm -hmm. it might not cost a lot for them to make, but it's a cool thing. You know, we, yeah. we have things that are, we have, you know, ornaments on our Christmas tree that our kids made when they were little, you know, and they were Christmas presents, mm -hmm. you know, given. They mean a lot to you. They're, it's a good thing. It doesn't cost a lot. It's still a, a gift. So find ways in which you can do things like that, where you can, yeah give to people without it having to be monetarily, you know, uh, realized in some way. The other thing I would say is this, is that sometimes celebrating with people is a gift, mm. you know? And I think it's also maybe a, a way in which you, it's, it's one of the things you can do to help, you know, break the loneliness cycle too. You can say, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna make a point of being with certain people. Yeah. You know, whether it's people who they also need that comfort and they might be lonely, or whether it's people I know if I go to be with them, I'm, gonna, I'm not right. gonna feel lonely. And when I go, I'm gonna go participate. You right. know, I'm gonna go not just sit on the corner, you know, someplace, right. but I'm gonna go and interact with people. I'm gonna try to get, and I'm gonna bring something to that. Particularly, the, this, I, I think that there are certain traditions that people might have when they get together. We, we used to do this thing all the time. 
at like Thanksgiving, I'm sure a lot of families do it, where you go around the table and you say, one thing you're thankful for yeah. this year, and everybody goes around. And it's a great experience of sharing things that we're exciting about. It doesn't cost you anything. It's a, it makes a great memory. <coughs> it's an opportunity mm-hmm. for people to be real and open with each other. You know, you feel yeah. for good. Maybe too with people, especially people who are missing people at this time of year because they're not able to be with them or maybe they've died or mm-hmm. something. Doing something that's sort of, not in a, not in a morbid way, but in a, a healthy way, memorializes them mm. to say, hey, why don't we have this for dinner? It was so-and-so's favorite meal. Mm. And during that, you know, during dinner, we'll have a toast to them to remember something. We'll tell a story or two. Right. And it's a way, again, of trying to deal with that possible loneliness, yeah. you know, those right there. So, yeah, no, that's, that yeah, I, I think there's a lot of ways you can do things that don't cost anything that can be about the, the spirit right. of it and uh, actually work against the depression yeah. and so forth that might happen. Yeah, well, and sometimes I think it becomes so much about what you spend rather than saying what is, what is really the heart of a gift. Yes. And the heart of a gift is saying, I appreciate you and want to... Right. in some way commemorate that right. and um and there are a lot of ways as you said to do that that don't have to be financially especially if you can figure out how to personalize pressure. it yeah especially if you can say you know i saw this i want yeah. to get because this this really made me think of you this is something great about you that i yeah. think i want to affirm yeah know, so uh, so terry you mentioned this already about maybe participate uh, in the life okay hey, by the way i want to say one other thing because something you said earlier you know uh there are people who are struggling with depression all year long. This Absolutely. is not this is not the only time this happens. I would say, as a practical thing for those folks, it might not be if you're seeing a therapist. Mm. Might not be a bad idea to 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 schedule an extra session during this time no, of year. Yeah. You know? That's because uh, that can really help you. I yeah. mean, because you know you know you're going into a stressful time. You want to have the the Whatever resources tools you can to yeah, to, to be it. able to deal with that. So That's you mentioned right. earlier about the significance of maybe getting out to church service and stuff. Right. Uh, one of the questions is how can you know this time of year? Um, how can you keep your spiritual focus? Obviously, church is part of that. But I meet people all the time who who run so hard all month and then they have an hour set aside for a service, you know, right around Christmas, yeah. Christmas Eve. And it's almost the first real thought to what is this season all about other than family gifts, you know, all of those things. How would you encourage somebody to, to as they uh, kind of move toward Christmas, making the spiritual celebration the biggest part of the celebration rather than than the tag on somewhere toward the end well this is, that's a good question and i think this uh the part of the answer is this uh i try not to do anything differently than i did all year long hmm. so in other words instead of it being something that i oh i do this at christmas because i want to remember it no mm-hmm. i have a pattern of doing mm-hmm. things that I build into my life. In other words, I've got disciplines that I do mm-hmm. that, main, that help me to maintain that month. It doesn't matter whether it's right. the you know second week of June or it's you know it, I, this is what I do. You know, so I'm in a I'm in a cycle of of these pat, these disciplines and patterns that are going to bring mm-hmm. bring depth to my life and bring joy to my life. And I going to church would be part of those. But I think also you know uh, having time alone with God. You know, being able mm-hmm. to 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 pray, to being able to read the scriptures, being able to uh, give yourself away in service to other people in a variety of ways, you know, trying to grow in terms of uh, 
whether it's you know uh, reading a reading a book or going to a, hear a speaker about something or you know uh, or, or getting together with other Christians to discuss your you know you're in a small group to discuss oh, I mm-hmm. would say don't don't somehow Christmas comes you neglect all those things mm-hmm. that were the regular disciplines that help you to get going make sure that you so in that sense you you gotta you gotta sort of take control of the time mm-hmm. you you know the press is going to be for you to go to a hundred parties right don't. Mm-hmm. You know, just say, learn how to say no and be able to say, right. yeah, I'm going to go to a couple of these, you know. Yeah. I, I, I would say the other thing, too, the real pra- practical reason, especially if you're, if you're single. And so I think don't don't go to a party by yourself, <laughs> you know, go get a partner, get a party partner, you know, somebody who you can be with at that thing that sort of allows you to be able to say, well, it's time to go, you know, <laughs> right. or, hey, let's uh, let's make sure that we focus on what we want to have happen here while we're, you know, and not not let this go in a bad direction in some way. Yeah. Um, so I, I would say you, you want to do things where you, you are you're, you're you're purposely slowing down the pace of it, of your life mm-hmm. generally to be able to make sure that you have focused on the priorities that you right. have in your life. And you're right, there's going to be more pressure at certain times of year because of all the activities and all the things that people have to say. Yeah. That, you know, it's like with my wife and I, we, we, one of our great, you know, uh, invigorating things, go to the movies. Mm-hmm. You know, we love to go to the movies, you know. So we make, we always make time. To go to the movies. To go to the movies. Yeah. So should you stop going to the movies because it's Christmas time? No, you got to get out there and see The Grinch, you know. Right. And, Is uh, it good? I don't know. I didn't see you it. Yet. Seen it. All right. <laughs> I'm going to. I'm going all right, to. All right. You know, or you got to see Mary <laughs> Poppins. You know, or I don't know. Whatever you got to go see. Um, but you know, I mean, uh, that's the kind of thing which, I, again, I think it can help you to. It's something a little slower. It's right. something you're not. It's part of your rhythm. Part of the rhythm of what you're doing. Yeah, it would seem to me that um, that like anything, it's about intention. Yeah. And what makes spiritual life hard at Christmas is the urgent things of our lives become generally more pressing. There's a few extra things right. that are happening, whether it's extra parties, extra shopping, extra family visiting, whatever, that, that crowds out the things that, aren't, that don't have a deadline. And spiritual life, by definition, never has a deadline. That's right. And so it never is the thing that has to be at the top of the priority list. Right. And so right. unless we're intentional about saying, I'm going to, whether it's, you know, sitting alone, reading my Bible, being in community, right. life group, small group, going to a church service, whatever it is that, that helps me have those moments of connection, right. I have to intentionally put those back into the, the center of my life and, or they'll just get crowded. Yeah, and many, and we, the same thing happens with many of the real practical things which, which mm-hmm. work against you help not being depressed. Things like getting enough mm-hmm. sleep. You know, yeah. re- regular sleep, exercise, yeah. eating properly. Yeah. These are all things you don't do, right. you know, in many ways. That have, and, that have a lot to, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, you know, and just, just not having enough sort of me time in a sense right. of, of being able to relax, you know, in that kind of yeah. way. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Good. Well, Terry, thank you for uh, your wisdom. A man <laughs> of many years and much wisdom. And much, so, uh, much stress. So thank you. Merry <laughs> Christmas. Uh, please send your questions to askapastor at orchardhillchurch.com. We'd love to interact with it in the days ahead. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.